What's up, everybody? Welcome into the Gridiron segment here at House Call Sports. I'm here with Sammy and Jake. My name is Matt, and today we're talking about arguably the best, most talented, and most entertaining division in football, and that is the AFC East. But first, I want to give a shout-out to one of our sponsors, and that is Liquid IV. Go get 25% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use our code at the checkout. That is 25% off anything you order when you use the promo code, the underscore house, underscore pod, underscore call, underscore podcast at liquidiv.com. Watermelon Liquid IV is my personal go-to. I lift weights. I got two outdoor jobs here on Maui, Hawaii. It is super humid. The sun's always out. I am always sweating. I'm always losing elect- electrolytes, and you want to know what I do to replenish the electrolytes I lost? That's right. I drink Liquid IV. I get three times the electrolytes with Liquid IV and the great taste. So use the promo code and hit the link in the description to go get some. And like I said, we're going to do the same thing that we did last week. Okay. We're doing the exact same thing that we did with the AFC North. We're going to go team by team and give our thoughts on each team. And then we're going to rank them all at the end. Okay. So we're going to go in reverse order of the division standings from last year, which means we're going to start with last year's last place finisher. And that's the New York Jets. That seems to have been said a lot over the last decade, the last place finisher in the AFC East. But there is many who think that this team will change that this year as they have an extremely talented young team and now have a legit a legit QB as they traded for four-time MVP quarterback Aaron Rodgers. So, Sammy, I'll go to you first, my friend. Give me your thoughts on the New York Jets in 2023. Well, they got better at the position that they were worse last year. I mean, and they upgraded in the best possible way. I mean, adding Aaron Rodgers, who is a top 10 quarterback, and you could argue top five quarterback, is probably the biggest addition this offseason of any team. And on top of that, they got names that Aaron Rodgers is familiar with. Former teammate Adrian Amos, former teammate Alan Lazard. They're all going to the New York Jets. And Garrett Wilson, Garrett Wilson, despite the disgusting play that was last year with Zach Wilson at the helm he had an amazing rookie season and I think it's only going to be amplified this year with Aaron Rodgers being the QB and we don't really need to discuss the defense much because the defense last year was spectacular as well they brought back most of the guys Sauce Gardner is probably the most entered defensive player you could argue in the league right now one of the most popular defensive players in the league Quinn and Williams a top three defensive tackle, no doubt. And that defense in general just played really well last year and kind of masked all the deficiencies that was the Jets' offense led by Zach Wilson. My goodness. So with that being said, I'm expecting a lot of good things from the Jets this year. And we're going to talk about our standings later. I think I might surprise you with the Jets. Mm. But I think this team is going to take a very significant jump from last year. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Obviously, like you said, they have tremendous upside in their organization right now. They've got a really good head coach. Like you said, they got all that talent on the defensive side of the ball. And, you know, now they got someone who can throw the football, uh, throw the football effectively, I should say. Zach Wilson can throw it, not very uh, effectively. Uh, But, Jake, I'm going to go to you, my friend. Give me your thoughts on uh, what you think for the Jets in this 2023 season. Well, for the Jets, uh, the Jets are obviously, we all know and love, uh, have been terrible for the past 20 years. Um, barring the Mark Sanchez there. Um, but I will say with the offseason moves that they had, they drafted an edge rusher that definitely need that. Now you got, now you solidify the defense for at least a couple of years, you know, until, you know, some of their contracts expire over there. But I think with the offense heavy upgrade, you got Miko Hardman, you draft, you, you have Garrett Wilson now, and you of course got Aaron Rodgers. Now, Aaron Rodgers, Granted, I've always joked around because it's the Jets. Okay, we'll all have our humor and laughter. I said 
and I'll say this up hits. And if that doesn't happen, Aaron Rodgers will get injured week two. And then the whole season is going to derail oh. from there. But until that happens, so far it's been really good. They seem to have lost the cheap narrative that we have as the Jets. They're trying to break through that barrier and as quick as possible. And especially by, you know, getting a, a future Hall of Famer like Aaron Rodgers, barring how old he is. What is he? 38, 37, 38 years old. Yeah. 30, 39. That's, much, that's a little bit, you know. Worse, it's a small window, but mm -hmm. obviously Aaron Rodgers sees something that we don't. So I just hope that they can change it this year. Let's hope. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be interesting for the Jets. Obviously, like we said, it's it's a uh, it's a talented team, man. A tremendous upside. Obviously, you know, adding one of the greatest quarterbacks ever to an offense that has, like you guys mentioned, a young star wide receiver in Garrett Wilson. Like that dude is. He is nice. Garrett Wilson is really, really nice at the wide receiver position and a game-changing running back in Brees Hall. Although he is coming off that ACL injury, he's a game-changer. I mean, we saw him last year in his limited time. That dude was an absolute monster. So, And, I mean, like Sammy said, we know their defense is going to be really good. That cornerback duo, DJ Reed and, and uh, Sauce Gardner, obviously, obviously going to be really good. That D-line, like, uh, like uh, Jake mentioned, obviously is going to be really good. They got tremendous depth there. I also really like Salah as a head coach, but he is unproven as a head coach so far. He hasn't really, I mean, he's only coached a couple of years, but he hasn't, you know, obviously it's been with a Jets team that, you know, you don't really know what they're going to do, but, you know, it's it's it hasn't been much so far. So, and like I said, you know, Aaron Rodgers, he's one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, but let's keep it, let's, let's call a spade a spade. He was not good last year. He was not a good player last year. Granted, you know, the talent wasn't the same as it normally is for Aaron Rodgers, but he wasn't good last year. He didn't throw for 300 yards one time. And people are throwing that 300 yards is like an average in today's NFL. And he never threw for 300 yards one time. And he was throwing more interceptions than he normally throws. So he was not great, you know, considering, you know, considering the expectations we hold for Aaron Rodgers to now, was that because he didn't have enough weapons and he had that thumb injury going on or was it because, was that because age is getting to him now? I don't know. It's, it's going to be interesting to see. We're going to have to see, you know, what the case was on that this year. Um, but I mean, and, and as far as Aaron Rodgers goes, listen, he's consistently underperformed when his teams have had expectations. He's consistently underperformed when he gets the one seed and he makes it to the playoffs. What happens with Aaron Rodgers? We never see him in the Super Bowl. His one Super Bowl run was a wild card one where nobody was expecting them to make the Super Bowl. They got hot. They made the Super Bowl. Whenever there's expectations on Aaron Rodgers, he seems like he doesn't perform. And whenever there's not, it seems like he overperforms, right? So right now, there's tremendous expectations for this Jets team. And that makes me a little bit nervous about how Aaron Rodgers is going to perform. Because like I said, he performs great when no one expects him to be. But when the, he's the one seed on a championship caliber team, he crumbles. We saw it last year. They started playing a lot better when they were like, what, what were they, like three and eight? And they were like hopeless for the playoffs. And then they make it all the way back and they make it to eight and eight. And just for them to get to the, to the one game, basically playoff game, against Detroit in, in week 18, and then he crumbles there too. So it's going to be interesting to see with Aaron Rodgers. I'm not the biggest Aaron Rodgers believer. He's obviously one of the 10 greatest quarterbacks to ever, you know, to ever play the game. You know, he, you, you can't deny that with Aaron Rodgers. But as far as when he has, you know, when he has some sort of adversity, he, he I, I don't see it with him, you know, come through very often. So it's going to be interesting for this Jets team. Obviously, I think there's a wide range of outcomes for this Jets team. I think we could, we could obviously potentially see them win the division. I think it's on the board. We see them getting last place in the division. I'll save my, my prediction for them for the very end. But I want to give a shout out to one of our sponsors. 
after this Jets segment, and that is Coffee Bros. If you're a bro who's up real early like I am, and you need a coffee company that's not only going to provide you with everything from award-winning roasts to your necessary equipment, your espresso machines, your grinders, your filters, to your recipes, as well as a coffee-to-water ratio calculator. Go to Coffee Bros' website, whose link is in our description, to get everything that you need that is coffee-related. So go get Coffee Bros, bro. And that will bring us to our third-place team in the AFC East. And that hasn't been said over the decade, uh, over the last decade very much. The third-place team from the AFC East last year was the New England Patriots. Obviously, the former dynasty who has not looked like that the last three years since Tom Brady left, and they finished 8-9 and nine last year. And many think it could be worse this year. So, Jake, I'm going to go to you, my friend. Give me your thoughts on the Patriots for this upcoming season. Well, okay, so let's be honest here. Even though I know that I'll just get this out of the way. I know the Patriots aren't going to make it to the Super Bowl this year. Let's just get that out of the way. Okay, yeah, you're nodding of approval. Thank you. We've had our time. It's time for everybody else's time in the division to finally break through here. Um, I'll say that with all fairness. But in but looking at this offseason, they drafted a cornerback. That's usually how they – that's usually how Bill doesn't work. That's not how he does things. He usually picks them in like undrafted. He signs them undrafted like Malcolm Butler or JC Jackson. <laughs> That's actually a pretty good list. Think about that. But and but uh, over the years in the first round, he was drafting tackles. Like he's drafting to mend that offensive line. Like you can easily get those in the third or fourth round. That's usually people are picking for the sexy picks, like the quarterback and the running back and the wide receiver and. And or maybe uh, once in a generational tight end. By the way, uh, I'll no pun intended to Mike Gusecki. He's I think he's going to actually be a formidable weapon for us. But sorry, buddy, <laughs> it's okay. Listen, for you, for you, Mike Gusecki wasn't working with that offense. He wasn't getting the ball compared to Tyreek Hill and everyone else, Jalen Waddle. Okay, let's let's let's. He's finally getting a chance to get you know. Especially with Mac Jones, he's going to throw to his two tight ends. He's going to utilize them the most. So he at least be happy that he's going to be useful to a team that will value every every player. Um, and we re-signed Jonathan Jones, which is something that I was hoping for. We don't want another J.C. Jackson situation. But uh, thank God they opened the purse strings a little bit. So make sure that we are, our defense isn't total shit. Um but in reality, I, I think that the Patriots, you know, they'll be okay this year, but they're definitely not going to be the Patriots, your your father's Patriots that you know and love. You know, that's <laughs> not it's the or that or that you chose to hate because they were so good all the time. Yeah. It's uh like like I kind of talked about in the intro, they're definitely in a transition period as far as their franchise goes. I mean, you know, they go from a dynasty and they go from, you know, the greatest coach, the greatest quarterback ever on the same team to, you know, having, you know, just Mac Jones as your quarterback. Uh, I'm not the I'm a uh, I'm a very unbiased, uh, a very unbiased Patriots fan here, uh, but uh, I'm not the biggest Mac Jones guy in the world. Uh, and I, I'm, I'm kind of with you, Jake. I'm not seeing a, a Super Bowl run for us this year. But Sammy, I'm going to go to you, my friend. Uh, I know you probably haven't been the biggest Patriots fan over the years as well. So give me your thoughts on the uh, 2023 Patriots. No, I hate the Patriots. I'll just go ahead and say that. <laughs> I think the Patriots suck. I'm going to go ahead and give it to you guys, okay? And I was hoping I would go this entire show without the name Mike Kosicki being mentioned. But, of course, Jake <laughs> went ahead and decided to say it. So I'm going to go ahead and say this. Mike Kosicki, if you're watching this by some manner, 
I want you to know that the city of Miami loved you, okay? And we will never forget all those amazing catches you made for us, the Miami Dolphins, who drafted you. And that disgusting gritty that <laughs> should be deleted from every single internet platform. Thank you, Mike. But let's talk about the Patriots, right? Let's talk about the Patriots. Look, the Patriots really are going to be the Patriots this year. Oh, the Patriots that are post-Tom Brady, that is. The, the 500 team that might possibly squeak into the playoffs. They might, they might not. Look, any team that's led by Bill Belichick, who is, in my opinion, the greatest head coach in the history of football, any, any team that's led by that coach has a chance to at least make the playoffs. And unlike Matt here, I'm actually a little bit higher on Mac Jones than a lot of other people. Now, do I think he's like this top 10 quarterback? No, absolutely not. Nobody in the world thinks that, okay? He might not even be top 15, but that's a topic for another discussion. Mac Jones, at worst, is a good quarterback. And the Patriots at least needed that. So the problem here with the Patriots is that their wide receiving core really offers nothing crazy. Juju Smith-Schuster is good. He's all right. Kendrick Bourne in spurts was great, but he's all right at the end of the day. Devontae Parker, I love you, brother. You're all right. You're good on jump balls, but that's pretty much it. The real only true offensive weapon that the Patriots really have is Ramondre Stevenson. But in this day and age, you need the passing game to get going, the, the ball to be flying around. And if your best offensive weapon is a running back, it's not very ideal at the end of the day. Just ask the, the Tennessee Titans and just ask the New York Giants whose best weapon is their running back. They make the playoffs, they're here, but then they they're at the end of the day, they're not it. I will say this. I think the Patriots defense is going to be a Belichick defense. I think it's going to be solid. I, I think it's going to be, you know, you're going to find a gem. I think Christian Gonzalez in the first round was an absolute steal. I absolutely love Christian Gonzalez. I wish he didn't go to the damn Patriots. We'll leave it at that. Yeah, um, you're probably thinking they were going to draft the tackle again. Oh, uh, no, I thought they were going to go guard, actually. They, oh, um, yeah. Not like they, they did last year. No, no, yeah, I was going to say a long time. I was thinking punter, but we'll end it <laughs> off there. I don't think the Patriots are going to be a bottom-feeding team. I don't think they're going to be a championship or even maybe, maybe not even a playoff contending team. I think they're going to be an okay team, a team that's going to give you a fight, a team that's going to give you uh, – going to leave you with a bunch of bruises, but at the end of the day, they're just going to be an okay team, and they might not be 500. I, yeah, you can go ahead if you want. I just have a rebuttal about uh, Juju, about how he signed. I'm not triggered by it. It's just that, you know, Juju and the way the system works with the Patriots, you can't create separation. That's what's going to be for the block. That's what's going to be. That's what the tight ends are going to be doing. So they're going to create separation. But, and that's why um, Juju Smith-Schuster, he was supposed to be a number one receiver, and now he's... A slot which is fine you know he's a good substitute inferior substitute to what we used to have as a slot receiver um julian edelman but um i rest my case with that but with juju smith schuster he is a very he he's still skilled receiver he can catch the ball he can he when he get when he gets up there after, runs after catch he can get up there in speed so that's what you want and especially with uh 
And and I don't disagree with that. I think right. Juju Smith-Schuster is still a talented player. I think right. he is. But he was just in a prolific offensive-minded head coach's scheme right. like Andy Reid, and not even he could get going in that scheme. And I don't think Bill O'Brien's scheme is going to do any favors for Juju either. Yeah, you're so, right. So we'll, we'll see how he plays. I really hope he does have a good year. I hope he does, you know, play very well. Not against my Dolphins, obviously, but obviously. you know, I think Juju. I think Juju could have a good year this year for sure. See, Bel Belichick knows where you he can play you to their strengths, and then that's when O'Brien comes in and he sculpts that offense. And he's coming up with a whole new playbook this year. So yeah, thank God, getting rid of the mold of Patricia and Joe Judge, whatever the hell that was last season. Okay, I'm Jesus Christ, so ready to forget that. So yeah. Ready. Yeah, if Sammy, Sammy, if you hate if anybody watched the episode last week, if Sammy has a disdain for Matt Canada, I think all don't Patriots fans don't have a don't, don't say Matt his Patricia. name. What think, are you doing, I think, Matt? I think Matt Patricia is about one million times worse than Matt Canada. Matt Patricia oh, is the yeah. worst offensive coordinator in the history of the world. There has been no worse offensive coordinator than Matt Patricia. Horrible. So I think just the change from Patricia to O'Brien will make this team a lot better. Like you guys mentioned, I also liked. I mean, Christian Gonzalez, like you, like you guys said, they traded down and got an extra fourth round pick and got Christian Gonzalez in the first round. So that was a, a, a tremendous, you know, get for them. They added some solid, not great playmakers, like you guys said, you know, Juju and Gesicki. Uh, I think Juju, I mean, Juju was a lot more effective than people realized on Kansas City last year. You know, he had 78 grabs, 933 yards, you know, so he had a solid year for Kansas City. You know, he wasn't, you know, it wasn't anything crazy, but, you know, if he could bring that to the Patriots this year, I'm going to be, I'm going to be ecstatic with, you know, 78 catches, 930 yards from, from Juju Smith-Schuster. So, um, but like you guys mentioned, I mean, Bill's going to make this, you know what Bill's going to do. He's going to make them a top 10, at least maybe top five defense. Cause that's what he does. Bill knows how to, and the, and the personnel's there and, and Bill knows how to coach up his personnel. Like you guys were mentioning, Bill's knows how to get the most out of his players, no matter what they do, no matter what their strengths are, no matter what their weaknesses are, he knows how to get the most out of them. You look at that roster last year. And again, I'm, I'm a, I would say I'm a pretty objective Patriots fan. Last year, I looked at that roster. I said, there's no way in hell we're making the playoffs with that roster yeah. last year. And he went eight, nine with that roster. And even some of the games that some of the games we played last year, we should have won a lot of those freaking games that we played. You know, it was the, the crazy Raiders game that we had. You know, there was, we had that the, the fumble against the, the Packers game. We had the fumble against the Bengals at the one yard line. You know, we just had a bunch of the, the Vikings game where, you know, there was that controversial overturn call in the end zone with Hunter Henry. So there was a lot of games that could have went, you know, opposite directions. It's just, you know, it seems like. It seems like when we had Tom Brady as our quarterback, those games all went in our favor. And now the fact that we have Mac Jones as our quarterback, which, like I said, I'm not a huge Mac Jones guy. I think he's average. I don't think he's bad. I don't think he's a. I don't think he's a bad quarterback. I think he's smack dab in the middle of quarterbacks with a very, very limited ceiling. I think his ceiling is extremely limited. I think his ceiling's like a Kirk Cousins or like a Dak Prescott. That's like his ceiling, you know. So I don't think he's ever going to be considered a top five or. Top, he, best case scenario, he's fringe top 10 is, is Mac Jones for me. So, you know, I mean, there's a couple of guys, you know, there's a couple of guys who are like that in the NFL. Like I said, Kirk Cousins and, and Dak Prescott, you never really see We're their fine. teams making deep playoff runs right. in, 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 in the playoffs, you know, and that's the reason why I don't think this team is going to make a deep playoff run. Again, this offense will look better. And I mean, it couldn't have looked what, much worse than it did last year, in my opinion. Uh, but how much better will determine whether they're going to end up at the bottom of the division or whether they shock some people and they make the playoffs, and, you know, maybe they win 10, 11 games. But yeah, it's it, no matter what they do, I don't see this team making a deep playoff run. This team has a very limited ceiling, in my opinion. And, you know, it's because I think I don't think there's much upside from the quarterback. So um, 
But with that, I'm going to give another quick shout out to one of our sponsors, and that is sportmemorabilia.com. That's the one-stop shop to get all your authentic sporting merchandise. I got a couple of jerseys from there, some hats, a pullover-type long sleeve. Patriots fans, if you want to go get your Mac Jones jerseys, go to sportmemorabilia.com. So hit the link in the description to get all your merchandise at sportmemorabilia.com. Now, Sammy's going to be excited about this one. We got to go to the second-place finisher in the AFC East from last season. That is the Miami Dolphins, who finished 10-7 and last year after acquiring Tyreek Hill and have accumulated more talent as they added Jalen Ramsey over this offseason. And they have one of the most talented rosters in football, in my opinion, with division-winning and deep playoff run-type expectations on them this year. So, Sammy, we might as well go to you, my friend, the Tua lover himself. What are your expectations for the Dolphins here in 2023? I'm not going to expose those expectations quite yet, but (laughs) due to our timeline of the show. But what I will say is, this team last year was injury riddled to its court, especially in the secondary. And what did the Dolphins do? They, they got a top five, arguably top three, maybe even the best corner in the league to pair him up with Xin Howard. You do that and then you draft corner in the draft, Cam Smith, who I thought is was an amazing pick. You do that. And now the secondary feels like it's rounding out. Now you have Javon Holland. Now you have Brandon Jones, who is a most underrated safety duos in the league what the dolphins need to do quite frankly is stay healthy and that's Mm -hmm. i talked to my man tua tua listen buddy we know we know what tua can be when he's healthy and on the field he plays like a top 10 quarterback he does and you could argue hey it's because of you know waddle and tyreek i don't if you look at the statistics the guy is really, really good. And if you even look at the tape, the guy is really, really good. I know his arm strength isn't what you'd like it to be. Not everybody can throw it 70 yards like Patrick Mahomes, everybody. All right? Let's chill for a bit. But let me also talk about this. Probably the biggest signing was not even a player. It was a defensive coordinator. Vic yes. Fangio, who's led multiple amazing defenses, makes his way to the Dolphins and is going to coach an extremely talented Dolphins defense. This defense has a potential to be the best defense in the NFL. The best defense in the NFL. And I, in my opinion, it will be the best defense in the NFL. Wow. I'll, I'll just say it out there right now. I think it's going to be the best defense in the NFL. The I'm offense. Sure the uh, yeah, you can strike all you want. Buddy. <laughs> <laughs> if you're feeling froggy junk, yeah. let me tell you. Oh yeah. Anyway, let, let me let me say this also about um the allegations concerning Tyreek Hill. And I'm gonna go ahead and speak on these allegations. I really, I really wish that football players could like be smarter off the field so that we don't have to go through this in the offseason. I think there was another situation with I believe a a, a Patriots player, you, can you guys remind me who he was? I think he was at an airport and he was carrying a firearm or something. Jack I, Jones. Jack Jones. Jack Jones actually really good for you guys this past year. And Very now good. his his career is probably over. So I wish that these football players could just remain home and just be – just just do life. Just play football, play video games, do stuff normal people do so that you don't have to go through this. With that being said, back to the Dolphins. I'm sorry I'm going on this little spiel, but I can't help myself. I I think that the Dolphins definitely 100% have a chance to win the Super Bowl this year. 
100%. But I said it before and I'll say it again. It all relies on them being healthy. Yeah. Yeah. And like you said, your man, uh, your man's number one culprit. I mean, he's got to take care of his noggin. Uh, he's he's got to make sure his, he, you know, he's he's healthy for the whole season. You know, like you said, when two is healthy, that looks like a completely different team. And when he's not healthy, it looks like a completely different team than the the one when he's healthy. You know, so uh, yeah, like you said, and it, and it's basically with every NFL team. You know, it comes down to who's the healthiest at the end of the year. And most sports, most sports actually, who the who the healthiest best team is at the end of the year is the one who wins. So yeah, like you said, hopefully Tua can stay healthy so we can see the the, the potential of his team. But Jake, I'm going to go to you, man. Give me your thoughts on the 2023 Dolphins. What do you how, how do you see this team? Uh, yes. now? The Miami Patriots, you should say, because they have signed half of their players, including punter Jake Bailey. But I will digress on that. But it's 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 okay. It's okay because you know why? Because you signed Mike White. Okay, that's that is the best move anyone has ever made in the history of the NFL. In my <laughs> <laughs> okay, Mike um, White. That's the best move in the history uh, of NFL oh, yeah. history. Mike White. But. <laughs> Yeah, but, but you got it. You also, but you, I will praise them for the moves that they made. Okay, you got Vic Fangio, you got wide receiver depth now. You re-signed what's uh, Jeff Wilson, Gaskin, and Mostert. Come on, I mean that's like a four-headed monster now. So um, now what you got? Nick Needham, you got Darren Smythe. You released Byron Jones. Thank God. Okay. I think that he was, my yeah, like, okay, I will, I could keep going down this list if I want to, but let's, let's be honest with the Miami Dolphins now. Let's be realistic and hold to, hold your breath for uh, just a, just a couple seconds. Okay. You know, because the Miami Dolphins, no matter how much you can build it, you have to rely on a healthy quarterback, even though. Even though Tua is, it wasn't his fault. It really wasn't his fault. You shouldn't have even been playing him after he got his first concussion. I don't care if he's, you know, the Samoan hard ass or whatever the the, the you know whatever how how you wanna. I call him the tribal chief, but go ahead. Yes, the the NFL's tribal chief for you have to acknowledge him. But even though as much as you want to acknowledge the tribal chief of the NFL. You have to let him get his groove going. You really do. They didn't let him have his groove going. He had a groove going, but then all of a sudden it happens. He gets concussed or whatever. He got injured. Wait till he recovers. And I'm looking at the freaking training staff right now, right through this goddamn camera. Let him, let him cook. All right. Let this guy cook, but you have to let him be healthy. Let him, let him stay healthy. Okay. When he gets healthy. And hopefully, a new restart to the season. It's a whole new start. Fresh start. Fresh green cut grass. Right? Let's let's throw last year to the wayside. Let's hope Tua can finally break out. Have his full breakout season like he was supposed to have last year. Okay? Yeah. So. Yeah, I agree. I, I mean, it's, you know, obviously from a Patriots fan perspective, I want, you know, I want us to beat the Dolphins twice a year like we've, you know, we've done for a long time. Uh, but I don't see it this year. I mean, this Dolphins team is really, really good. The talent and the speed of this team is like crazy. I mean, you've got fast and talented players everywhere you look. Like you guys said, Hill, Waddle, Mostert, Devon A-Chain. Oh, my God. That dude can burn out of Texas A&M. That dude is fast. Even Chosen Anderson. He's going to be like their third or fourth receiver. He's got, he's got wheels, too. So their entire offense is 
fast. Their front seven, they're hoping Chubb and Jalen uh, Phillips can get after the passer. Obviously, you got Christian Wilkins clog- clogging up the middle as well. And then obviously, you guys talked about it, the, the, they might have the best corner duo in football with Xavier Howard and newly acquired Jalen Ramsey. So, and like you mentioned as well, uh, like you mentioned as well, Sammy, uh, J- uh, Javon Holland and, and Brandon Jones, that is a really, really good safety duo as well. So that corner or the, the defensive back room in Miami is looking really, really good. And like you mentioned as well, Vic Fangio is going to be the key for that defense. He, he's not a great head coach. He was never great as a head coach, but as a defensive coordinator, he's one of the best in football. He is a really, really good defensive mind. And with the amount of talent he's got to work with now, that defense is going to be really, really good. But again, you both mentioned it. Can Tua stay healthy on offense? That's going to be the difference between whether Miami can meet their full potential or whether, you know, they turn into a a team who's just hoping to make the playoffs, you know? So um, I I said it earlier, we saw it last year. It was two completely different teams when Tua was hurt versus when he was healthy. He's got to stay on the field for this team to have a chance to make a run. And I think if he does stay healthy, like Sammy mentioned, this team could make a run. They've got the talent. They've got the, they've got the coaching. They've got, I I love Mike. I love me some Mike McDaniel. He's a, He's a good football coach, and he's a hilarious person as well. So uh, I love me some Mike McDaniel. So if they can stay healthy with the amount of coaching and the amount of talent these guys have, I could see them easily, easily making a run uh, in the AFC. But uh, that's going to bring me to another one of our sponsors. And we are also sponsored by StubHub. No matter the event, StubHub has the tickets for you. StubHub sports concert and theater tickets as low as $6. If you haven't been paying attention, the entire episode, the NFL is coming up, people. The NFL is coming, okay? If you want to go watch your favorite team play some NFL football, hit the link in the description to get your tickets at StubHub. Now, that brings us to the three-time reigning and defending AFC East champions, the Buffalo Bills, they've been the class of this division the last three years, but they've lost some key pieces on both sides of the ball and have some injury questions and have some question marks around arguably their best player in wide receiver Stephon Diggs as he has been unsettled this offseason. But obviously, they're still a really, really good team and a talented team as well that, you know, they're hoping for finally breakthrough and, and finally make a Super Bowl. So, Jake, I'm going to go to you, my friend. What are your takeaways from this Buffalo Bills team in 2023? Well, honestly, I'll go right to the offseason moves. There wasn't much to do here. You just got to sign guys like Leonard Floyd and extend out at Oliver and move the train downward. You got you just got to keep you just got to keep moving. That's just how the Bills are. They 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 have the pieces on the roster already. You know, it, they in my opinion they should have won they should have won uh against Kansas City the second time, not the first time. They were just out down the first time they faced them. But the second time in the divisional round and it was like what? 20, what was it? It was January 2020. What? Yeah. Yeah. But I'm just trying to get my years right because, you know, I can't do math. That's why I'm here on the podcast. Um, but, it, <laughs> but, but besides but besides my horrible and horrific math skills, um, this, this team is just going to have to keep going. They're just going to have to keep doing what the Patriots did. And when they were winning the division and they didn't successfully do it, you know, they would lose to the Denver Broncos or the Indianapolis Colts and the, you know, the AFC championship, you know, and and that would happen once or twice every three years. Well, it was Peyton Manning. So um, if we've just given those two teams, but I'm thinking, you know, just keep going. That's it. You know, just make some minimal changes off the roster and go. That's it. It's it's not much. This this build seems going to be good. It's we all know this. They're all expected to be good. You know, uh, let's just hope that uh, Vaughn Miller will actually uh, not decline any further. You know, especially when they spend a dunk a dunk dump truck of cash on him, especially at his stage in his career. 
Um, let's just get, you know, if I were a Bills fan, just root to give uh, Miller and Allen their, and Diggs their rings. Just do it. You know, but uh, all you can do is hope because you have to face guys like Kansas City and who else, right? Cincinnati. Well, I know Cincinnati in the, in the eliminated them last year. Okay, especially with the uh, was so it's so it's the Kansas City Chiefs. And now you have to worry about the Miami Dolphins and and the Cincinnati Bengals. Okay, those are the top four teams you have to fear right now. And barring the Baltimore Ravens, if they ever get their shit together, but I dig, I will focus on that on the later point. But um, it's just saying with the Bills, it's in general. You have you they're going to do well. They will. It's just a matter of if everyone stays healthy and. You know, if everything's going to run smoothly for them. So, yeah. Yeah. It's going to be interesting with Buffalo. Obviously, we've seen them get so close, especially like you mentioned against Kansas City that one year and they just haven't broken through. So, is this the, the year they break through, you know, or is it a year where they maybe take a step back? We'll see. Um, but, Sammy, I'm going to go to you. Uh, what do you think about Buffalo for this, uh, for this upcoming season? I think Buffalo had their window and it's closing and it's closing fast and it might close this year, guys. Um, Ooh, I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be honest. I don't see Buffalo keeping up with this division, just given the upgrades that the Dolphins and the Jets have made. You see what they they upgraded. The, the Jets upgraded a quarterback, the one thing they needed. The Dolphins upgraded at cornerback, the one thing they truly, really needed to stay healthy. What exactly did the, the the Bills get better at? What position did they get better at? I can't really name you one. They brought in Leonard Floyd, who I think is solid, and I think next to Von Miller, he'll play well. Um, but other than that, I can't really name a position where they upgraded. You have Josh Allen, and Josh Allen is going to win you a lot of games and is probably going to and might get you to the playoffs because it's Josh Allen. He's a top 10 quarterback. But I'm looking at this wide receiver core. And this is probably going to be one of my hot takes. You take Stefan Diggs away from that wide receiver core. Oh, they suck. They're absolute. They're worse than the Patriots. Maybe and and that's and 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 my goodness, you, you Stefan Diggs is what's holding that entire. That might be holding that entire offense together. And I know they brought in running back Damian Harris. I'm personally not very moved by Damian Harris. Um. Look, the bottom line is this. I think the Bills are going to regress this year. I, I think the Bills are one of those teams that had a window. They had a chance. And it's not going to – and I, I think that the window is closing because of the fact that these other teams are catching up to them. They brought in no wide receivers to really help. I'm, I'm knocking on wood here because they might bring in DeAndre Hopkins. That's apparently what might, might happen. If that happens, then scratch everything the tape, Rob. But in my, in my opinion – I just don't see a world where the Bills are as dominant as they were last year. I feel like teams are passing them by. And I feel like the chemistry between Allen and Diggs, it's starting to wane a little bit. You saw it in the AFC Divisional this past year. And you even see Stefan Diggs. Stefan Diggs can go ahead and say what he wants on Instagram or whatever, acting like a teenage guy. Look, the bottom line is it's clear that there's something wrong within that organization that you are not happy with. So, in my opinion, the Bills are bound for regression, and and I think it's going to be a lot of disappointed Buffalo Bills fans jumping through tables. 
Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a more sad jump through a table this year. Like they're gonna be like, oh, it's gonna man, be I'm a fatal, fatalist philosophy yeah. over jumping over tables than anything else. Yeah. It's so. gonna be like a depressed, like I'm gonna jump type jump, you know, not like a let's exactly. go type jump, you know. So yeah, yeah that's uh, that's that that's after the the ashamed. That's the part where you feel like you've already down five beers, and now you're like, what the hell did I just do to myself? And I'm yeah. gonna jump. That's yeah. the that's the ashamed of yourself jump, yeah, for yeah. sure. Uh, but I actually liked uh, to to kind of disagree with you a little bit, Sammy. I like their draft. I mean, they got what people a lot of people think was the best tight end in the draft in in uh, in Dalton Kincaid. Hopefully, that'll give Josh Allen someone to throw to outside of Stephon Diggs, like you were mentioning, because it we've seen Gabe Davis be super super inconsistent. Um, and then they brought in Torrance as well, the 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 offensive lineman from Florida, help to to help that run game as well as to uh, protect Josh Allen as well. So. Those are those additions will not only help in the pass game, but the run game as well, which is something that Buffalo needs to continue to develop because you got to take pressure off Josh Allen. And I've said this before, and I'll say it again. And Allen is obviously extremely blessed with athletic gifts, but he's also cursed with being Josh Allen. The blessings are the dude can throw the ball 80 yards from different arm angles, rolling to either direction. But the problem is he knows all that. He knows he can do all that, so he never thinks the play is over, which can also lead to incredible only Josh Allen type of plays, but it also leads to a lot of turnovers, a lot of big losses, and I'm going to knock on wood here, potential injury because he doesn't like the slide. So the less responsibility you can make him feel like he has, the less reckless behavior you're going to get from Josh Allen, which I think is going to help them out. So I think the less responsibility you can put on Josh Allen, the less likely he is to get hurt and the less likely he is to turn the football over. So I think those additions could help him do that. Obviously, the addition of Damian Harris might be able to help that, too. I'm not a big Damian Harris guy either, Sammy, but I think he could help, you know, potentially, you know, um, spike that run game a little bit. But I think their defense is still going to be solid as well, in theory. I mean, with Vaughn hopefully coming back healthy, obviously, you never know with a guy like that, you know, this late in his career coming off of ACL. Uh, you never know if he's going to come back and be the same guy. But like you mentioned, Sammy, bringing in Le Leonard Floyd, they got back that uh, that duo of Jordan Poyer and Micah Hyde as well, who's obviously one of the best safety duos in football. But they also lost Tremaine Edmonds to the Bears. He was a big linebacker, a big piece of their defense last year. They lost him to the Bears. So, uh, And obviously, like Sammy mentioned, this drama between Diggs and Sean McDermott over the season as well. We're going to see how it turns out. I mean, it's going to be interesting for the Buffalo Bills coming up this year because there's a lot of, a lot of question marks with this team. Who was who was the you said they they picked a uh... Osiris Torrance out of Florida. Oh yeah, I, I, I like him I was, too. But remember yeah, also they also signed McGovern too. Connor mm -hmm. McGovern, I think he's okay. I, I don't think he moves the needle much for that offensive right. line as much. I as mean, he's a guard, so granted. I don't think so know. either. I don't think so either. But they could use any help that they can get. Their offensive line was really bad last year, so if they can if they can get you know even a solid average offensive line, I think that's going to be super beneficial for yeah. Josh Allen and them. That that Bengals front seven absolutely torched them in the divisional game, and I think Wreck if them. they don't get they, if if they don't get better on the offensive line, it's just going to make John Allen's life even worse. And if they don't get the run game going, it might be a disaster. So exactly, yeah, like you said, and like you said too, with that with that game last year with them in Cincinnati. I mean, we thought that Buffalo's you know defensive line was going to wreck the Cincinnati offensive line, and then it completely flipped, and it was the complete one eighty. You know, so uh, yeah, they obviously had to make improvements to their offensive line. They have, but. We'll see how much, like you said, Sammy, that really moves the needle. But before we get to ranking these divisions, I want to give another shout out to one of our sponsors. And that is Fubo TV. Fubo TV is the world's only sport-focused live TV streaming service with top leagues and teams, plus popular shows, movies, and news for the entire household. There is no hidden fees. Go get a free trial. Browse available plans. I use Fubo. Fubo. I love you. Get tons of channels. If you want to watch the NFL, get Fubo TV. If you want to watch the NBA, get Fubo TV. If you like watching baseball, badminton, hockey, whatever the hell you want to watch, all right? 
get Fubo TV. Hit the link in our description to go check that out. So now, like I said, we will go to our division rank and we're going to try to place these teams four through one. Okay, in, in the division with some sort of consensus, hopefully. It's going to be interesting to see where each of us go. In my opinion, I think this division could go a number of different ways. I think all these teams are really, really solid. And you could basically put any of these teams at any spot in the division. So I'm really interested to see what these guys have to say. So, Jake, I'm going to go to you first, my friend. Who finishes last in the AFC East this year? As much as I hate to say it, the New England Patriots. Damn, England man. Patriots. I'm sorry. Sorry, <laughs> I, I I will I will say they're they're probably gonna finish last. They they will, especially with the talent that every other team has. It's just not not the match for maybe maybe the Jets. You know maybe we can match the Jets, but the Patriots maybe maybe I'm being too you know unoptimistic about this team. It's just that the fact that I'm trying to look at the bigger picture, the bigger picture is we have three now mighty monsters in this division, regardless of what you think about the Jets. Okay, the Jets are now a good team, or at least on paper. That's all you need. I mean, we could talk about the San Diego Padres being good on paper or the Mets being good on paper, but obviously they haven't right. had good seasons. But on paper, that's all you can look at right now. We don't have any results yet. So all we can do is predict the fact that the Jets may actually usurp the Patriots in this division. Finally. So yeah, uh, I hope you're wrong, my friend. I really do. <laughs> I, I, I hope well, you're I wrong. do too. But I'm so just, you know. <laughs> yeah, but like you said, I, I mean, there's a lot of good teams in this division now. Like I like I mentioned in the read, this is the most, in my opinion, it's the most talented and best division in football. I mean, you got you got three teams who are extremely talented, and then the other teams got the you know the greatest coach of all time. So you can never count them out either. But Sammy. I'm going to go to you, man. Don't even, I don't even want you to say it. All right. Who do you think is going to finish last in this AFC East? Well, it's quite obvious that the, the Patriots, the new, hey, hey, whoa, 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 whoa. I don't appreciate getting interrupted. Well, I slander the Patriots, okay? Listen up, buddies. All right. Listen up. Your time is gone, okay? It happened. Be grateful. What was it? Like six championships? Six? Yeah. I that little bro i'm good like you guys can can take it marinate it cook it and throw it out now because it's done it's done your dynasty's over and you Actually, guys can now you cannot you guys can now wait jake i'm not finished yet jake you guys can now go ahead and suffer what i've had to suffer for the past 20 years of my entire life and that's this damn team being a blanket of mediocrity okay so you guys now get to suffer you guys get the average quarterback you guys get the subpar defense. You guys get the subpar offense. You guys are now officially mid. You guys are finishing last. As MJF has gloriously said it. Hey, you you uh you seem to have a lot of pent up pain and pent up mm. aggression and pent up anger over the past twenty years that has led you to that belief. Twenty so, years, Matt. How does that make twenty you years? Feel? <laughs> it seems like you're very passionate about that topic. Um, but as far as me, uh, as far as who I see finishing last, and listen, I will concede. Obviously, I have to uh, because you both picked the same team to finish last. So I will have to concede. And since it's three, we don't get any tiebreakers. All right. So I will have to concede after this is over. But I'm sorry. Okay. Honestly, listen, like I said, I think there's a lot of ways this division could finish. And, and none of them would surprise me, I don't think. I don't think I would be surprised if any team won this division or any team finished last in this division at this point. Like I said, because I think all these teams are really good. 
But I'm sorry, I don't believe you, Jets. I just don't believe the Jets. I don't believe nothing about the Jets. I don't believe in anything about the Jets. They're going to finish last in this division. Listen, they got the talent, but you know when they've, they've also had talent before. The Jets have always, always had some sort of talent, and they find a way to suck. So, and listen, they've had their, they, they finally have their MVP, but what Aaron Rodgers are they getting? Are they getting the four-time MVP? If they get the four-time MVP, Aaron Rodgers, they're winning the division. Okay. They're going to win the division. If they get the four-time MVP, Aaron Rodgers, if they get the guy who couldn't throw for 300 yards last year, Aaron Rodgers, they are finishing last in the division. And I think they're going to get closer to last year's version of Aaron Rodgers. Okay. I do not see Aaron Rodgers turning this thing around, and I think it's going to be a lot closer to last year, and they're very young at certain spots, and even though they are talented, I don't trust them at all. And like I said, Robert Sala has proved nothing as a head coach so far. The New York Jets are finishing last. Now, whether that is a, a 10-7 and 7 last or whether that's a 7-10 and 10 last, I don't know what that is, but they're going to finish last, fourth place. They're, it's going to be the, the, the greatest fourth place finish since the Flint Tropic Mega Bowl, all right? But you're going to finish fourth, Jets. It's going to be what, fourth place what, for the New York Jets. What what what, ba- what basis other than the fact that Aaron Rodgers, who I know Aaron Rodgers was last year, wasn't exactly Aaron Rodgers, but he was still pretty damn good. So he I don't wasn't. think he wasn't pretty damn. I good. I, I think pretty, I think I think speaking I, of I, mid, he was pretty damn mid last year. I think I think he was pretty damn mid. He was he was pretty good, Matt. I mean, they were close to running the table last year uh, until they went up against a better team against the Detroit Lions. I'll give you that. <laughs> but let me go the ahead Detroit and say Lions this. Were better than hold them. on. That says a lot. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You're not gonna sit here. You're not gonna sit here and look at the talent discrepancy between the two teams and just ignore it and basically say, you know what, the Jets are gonna jet. Look, how many how many you times have to the understand. Patriots had the less That's talented legit. team in that division? How many times? And they win it every year. I'm not saying they're going to win the division. I'm not saying that. I'm saying well, I'm so, well, the fucking Jets. Here's a bit of a here's a bit of a news flash. Tom Brady ain't there anymore. Tom Brady ain't going to save you guys. There. Like Bill's still there, and Bill's going to lead you to what 500, and then that's it. It's still and not going to be better than what the Jets are going to do this year with Aaron Rodgers, who's a top 10 quarterback. He's going to be going to Garrett Wilson, Miko Hartman, Brees Hall is back. We're not going to sit here and and pretend like the dollar discrepancy is like here and here. No, it's here. Okay, it's here. I never said so, I never said it was close. It's, it's, I never said it was close. We're not going to pretend like the coaching close. discrepancy isn't here and here, though. It's here. Let's be it's realistic, though. With, yeah, the with, the, with the Jets, with the Jets and their ceiling, you have to decrease it by maybe here, okay? Because just because it's, I know that you know they have a good team, but it's the Jets. You the have Jets. to take some. You guys got really That's real football analysis. You guys, you guys, you guys really, you guys really have to acknowledge no, they the just, fact that it's Aaron not Rodgers. It's, it's not our Aaron Rodgers. Jets have punched. It's not my fault that the Jets have punched their fans in the dick so many goddamn times. Okay. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers, guys, is still Aaron Rodgers. And you guys can say he had a bad year. I disagree. I think he had a really good – not a really good. Let me relax. He had yeah, a good year last year. Man. Compared to what you guys will have over there in Mac Jones, who I think Again. is a good quarterback, good average quarterback, last year's Aaron Rodgers was Mac Jones. So I, I don't really – and even then, that's just respecting Aaron Rodgers. So, look, look, man, I, I disagree with – I disagree with you strongly. Maybe Matt, Andre uh, Stevenson you, carry us to the glory of third place. Oh my goodness. <laughs> again, you were we, you were talking uh, about you were again last week you were talking about your passion for a horrible offensive coordinator. I think that's gonna make a huge difference too. Getting a, an actual 
person who knows offense as our offensive coordinator is going to help so much. It's going to help in tremendously. So it's not going to help enough. And by the way, no. the Jets, the Jets have Nat Hackett back on their on their coaching staff. So yeah, have fun with Nat oh, Hackett boy. on your coaching staff. That ain't going right. to work. Nice job. All right. Jack. We'll see. We'll see that. All right. He's a hack. All right. Definitely. But, but again, I will have to concede because both of these guys went. I, I can't believe you, Jake. Both of these guys went with the Patriots finishing last. Okay, so I'm I will have to go ultimately with the New England Patriots finishing fourth in the AFC East. But that will move us to third place. Okay, so I will go to Sammy on this one. All right, Sammy. Oh, you guys are gonna love this. Finishing third, and I, the way you said that, I might be on the same page as you, Sammy. Well, who do you have really finishing third in the AFC East? Ladies and Jake, you wish, okay? <laughs> wish upon a star and maybe it will come, but it's not going to come to Miami, Florida, beautiful Miami, Florida. Ladies and gentlemen, the Buffalo Bills will finish third place in this division. Wow. And it's not because of the fact that they're going to be a bad team. They just didn't get enough this offseason compared to the two teams that are going to be above them. Josh Allen is going to be Josh Allen. They're probably, they might win 10 games for sure. But I promise you, you are looking at a division. One team has an elite top 10 quarterback that now has Garrett Wilson, has Miko Hartman, Allen Lazard. Then you have the Miami Dolphins who have Tyree Kill, Jalen Waddle, an elite offensive head coach. And Tua, when he's healthy, is one of the better quarterbacks in the league. In my humble opinion, you cannot make little changes and think, yeah, we'll win this division. I strongly disagree. The Buffalo Bills needed to make some kind of change this offseason, some kind of significant change this offseason, and they didn't do it. They're stuck with Gabe Davis as their wide receiver too. They got Trent Sherfield as their big wide receiver upgrade, who was our third stringer. So you have essentially third stringers, as your wide receiver twos. In my humble opinion, the Bills are not going to be as big of a team as they were last year. They're not going to dominate like they did last year. The, Josh Allen is going to continue to make mistakes because his teammates around him are going to let him down. This Buffalo Bills are going to finish third in this division, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, yeah, I had a feeling that's where you were going to go when you uh, when you started. And, yeah, because he uh, wants his Miami honestly, Dolphins in first place. Well, I honestly no, wouldn't no, be surprised. I don't know what you're talking about. I wouldn't be surprised by it either. I wouldn't be surprised by it either. I mean, like you said, you made some good points. Buffalo hasn't been uh, Buffalo hasn't been as good this year, or hasn't hasn't made as many upgrades as you would like them to. And you know, we'll see. You know, we'll see when the season comes around. But Jake, I'm going to go to you, man. Who finishes third in the uh, AFC East? In my opinion. It will it will still be, um, it will be the New York Jets, even even though that I I was joking around about the Jets being last place. I already picked the Patriots to be in last place anyway, and again, Jets third place, third place. I'm taking them. Um, I will say that they will be worse than the Buffalo Bills because I think honestly I don't think they could really afford more talent like say. Um, who is there like a DeAndre Hopkins, so to speak, if, you know, because they may not afford it. Think of it that way, because they already have all that talent locked into all those contracts. But I will digress on that part because I, I'm not talking about the Bills right now. I'm talking about the Jets. The Jets, I will, I have slight optimistic, I have slight optimism for them. That's it. And it's slight. And it's hard to earn my optimism after the Jets have been playing their fans like this over the past, what, 
I would say if I look at my watch, I don't know, 11 years, I don't even have a watch, but 11 years, <laughs> you know, ever since, uh, uh, what's his name? Burris shot himself in the leg. They've just been, you know, no, no I'm kidding. Um, I just had to Wasn't do it. Wasn't he on the Giants? He was also on the Jets too, I think, right? But he shot himself when J he was on the Giants, J yeah? <laughs> Wait, you're talking about JPP? No, I had to do a cheap Plaxico Burris show because I'm still salty oh, about Plaxico. the 07. I'm, I'm, I'm oh. still salty about the 07 Giants. I will count that as my seven championship in spirit. Um, but with, but okay, regardless of anything, I, I'm just saying with with the Jets, I think in all seriousness, they are they are okay. They're going to be okay. I'm calling it a nine nine and eight record, maybe not even a winning record. I would say seven to ten. Seven to ten, in my opinion. If you look the at the Jets are going to go seven and ten. <laughs> Damn, I, I I think they're going to finish last. I don't even think they're going to go seven and ten. <laughs> Damn. Damn. Maybe maybe okay. maybe they'll be in there via tiebreaker, but. I say the Patriots probably will get six months back. Oh damn, you're really low on the Pats. Okay. Um, well, I'm going okay, so hard for, ass on the Pats now. So, sure. Yeah. Uh, well, for me, as far as who I think I'm going to finish this, gonna, who I think is going to finish third in this division, I'm actually going to agree with Sammy on this one. I can't believe I'm saying that. Buffalo Bills are going to finish third in this division. Listen, there's, <laughs> there's too much going on in Buffalo right now. There's too much drama. Who knows about Von, Mer Von Miller? Like I said, Josh Allen plays real reckless, which makes me nervous about injury. I'm going to knock on wood for him here again. I obviously don't want him to get hurt, but I'm nervous, you know, just the just his play style. And plus, I think McDermott is losing the locker room with the, with the results in the playoffs the last couple of years, obviously with this dig, dig situation. And as far as the results in the playoffs those in the last couple of years, you got to start thinking at a certain point. After they, they might start losing faith that they'll get over the hump. I mean, they were 13 seconds away versus Kansas City a couple of years ago, couldn't finish. Then they get cracked last year by Cincinnati in the divisional. I think they could have a real letdown year this year in Buffalo. And I think they're going to finish third in the division. So we have another one where we're placing Buffalo third. We got the Patriots in last and we got Buffalo in third in this division. And I don't think the. I don't think that. I'm sorry to interrupt you, man, but no, I don't think Buff, the city of Buffalo can handle more disappointment after what their franchise went through <laughs> early on with the four yeah. falls. So if, if, if they, if they, if they somehow, and, and I'm obviously like praying on their downfall, but if they somehow like don't manage to at least get something out of this tenure with Josh Allen and Sean McDermott, I, I think this might be like one of the more disappointing stories in the NFL, like like we, we got to be honest about these bills here, man. It's, it's it's starting to get a bit ridiculous. I agree. Yeah, there's no doubt. I mean, they're they're you know they were highly touted last year. I think they were the Super Bowl favorite going into the season. They oh yes, they throughout were. the season. They looked real good throughout the season, and then you know come postseason time, they did what the Bills normally do. And I think this year, I think it's going to be they're going to be struggling to get one of those last couple of spots this year in the AFC. I don't they could I could easily see them being a team on the outside looking in, you know, because there's so many teams in the AFC this year. So yeah, I'm not I'm not seeing it with Buffalo this year. I got to go with Sammy. So for us, we got the Patriots fourth and the Bills third, and that leaves two teams for the last two spots. So Sammy, I'm going to go right back to you, my friend. Who finishes second? in the AFC East this year? I was going to say my Miami Dolphins because I was ready for you to say first, but no. the New second? York Jets, the oh, New York Jets right. are going to finish, the, the New York, shut up, the New York Jets <laughs> are going to finish uh, second in this division. I feel like the upgrade at quarterback to Aaron Rodgers, last year the Jets were not a bad team. They were not a bad team. They just had a really bad quarterback. 
you are now going from a really bad quarterback to a top 10 quarterback. That's going to make dividends, okay? It is. And, and you know, Matt, I see you looking at me like that about Aaron I Rodgers. No faces. I'm going to go I'm gonna go ahead. No, I, I, know, I know what you're thinking, though. I, I have a feeling I know what you're thinking right now. I'm going to ignore it. I'm gonna I'm gonna let it slide because I was already on you the the, uh, the last couple segments. So I'm gonna go ahead and let this slide. Aaron Rodgers is still a top ten quarterback, ladies and gentlemen. And the fact that the Jets are going from that to from to from that from Zach Wilson, my goodness, to 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 Aaron Rodgers. I mean, the jump has to be significant. And. And, and Robert Sala, one, you know, he might not be a perfect head coach. I think he has underwhelmed a bit this year. But one thing that hasn't underwhelmed is the defense and the leaps and bounds that the hit has made over the years. So if Robert Sala can maintain that elite defense and let Aaron Rodgers cook like I know he can, I have no doubt that the New York Jets are going to finish second in this division. So I, I'm higher on the Jets clearly than you two are, but... We'll, hey, we'll see what happens. I will. I will drink to that. Okay, I will okay. drink to that. But yeah, no, not true. really. You're gonna have to. Sammy's been drinking if he's got that opinion. Yeah, oh, I do yeah. not see the Jets finishing second if, in if the AFC. I'm sober, actually. I'm sober. <laughs> Thank you very much. That's what I would say too if I was drinking a bunch of Corona extras. All right, before yes. the episode. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, Jake, I'm gonna go to you, my friend. Who do you think second place in the AFC East this upcoming season? Miami Dolphins. Sorry, so we're going to repeat the same cycle. It will be there will be second place to the Buffalo Bills, uh, at least for um, if they can beat them. Okay, let's just hope that if I hope I really do hope that Miami breaks out of this funk. I really do. I really have great optimism uh, for me. Even though I said they're going to finish in second place, I'm just being realistic. I do have optimism for. It. I could have just put him in last place and said eh, "fuck all," but I'm not. Not that I'm not that too much of an asshole, okay? But I will, I will, I will say this. I will say that the Miami Dolphins are could be the team to beat this year. But I will go with the narrative and say that that's the safest option. Playing it safe, being realistic here, Miami Dolphins are going to finish second place with a good record. They may finish with like a 12 win season. I think the Buffalo Bills may have a 13 win season. Yeah, uh, I think so. I'm going to give away my. I mean, I have I have two teams left, and my two teams left are the Patriots and the Dolphins. So I'm as big as a Patriots fan I am. I cannot pick the Patriots to win this division. They're not going to win this division. It's not going to happen. So the Patriots oh, are going to finish second in this division. And some people will call me bias. Bias that would be inaccurate. Like I said, because I did not believe in this team last year. I didn't believe they were making the playoffs. They ne- were never going to do that. I think this team makes the playoffs. I think they win ten or eleven games, and that's going to be their absolute ceiling. That's going to be the best that they could possibly do. There's no way they could have done any better than that. I think they're going to have a bounce back year this year. I think they're going to win eleven games. Listen, I get we have a tough schedule. It wasn't easy last year either, and we won eight games with fucking Matt Patricia as our offensive coordinator. And like I said earlier, we easily could have won more. Again, I think this team shocks some people. We make the playoffs and then we get trashed in the wild card round because we have absolutely no ceiling to this team there's absolutely no way we could win a super bowl with this team and we lose by 40 again in the wild card round because we have absolutely no hope of winning the super bowl because i think especially we have zero upside in today's nfl with an average qb like mac jones and the weapons they have are also extremely average there's no way we're going to win a super bowl with this team in 2023 it's just not going to happen so for me, the Patriots are going to finish second, but I'm going to kind of go based on who I knew, who I know. We are all going to pick first 
as far as who, because I, I know who everybody's got left as far as teams who they're going to pick first. So I think, as much as I hate to do it, I think we all have to agree that the Jets are going to finish second in this division, which is absolutely disgusting and horrible. But I think there's got to be a consensus that the Jets are going to finish second, which is the dumbest thing that I've ever heard. But apparently the Jets are going to finish second in the AFC East. Actually, the dumbest so, thing was last week. Uh, go watch that, guys. He said the Steelers are going to win the AFC That's North, the smartest opinion. thing you've ever heard in your entire that's life. That's disgusting. Actually. That's a disgusting so, take. Right? We've got the Patriots in fourth. We've got the Bills in third. We've got the Jets in second, which means in first place, we're going to go to Sammy on this one. I know who you're going to pick. And who do you have finishing first? In the Three, oh, five. Stand up. Miami Dolphins are winning the AFC East. And we will be a dominant force in the NFL for the first time in years. Oh, give me a break. Tua Tagovailoa is going to remain healthy this year. And I think he's going to play. I'm not going to say he's going to play the entire season. Look, I think that's unrealistic. I think he's going to play at least 14 games. And I think that's the nicest I can do for him. I think we have a solid backup in Mike White. God bless him. Uh, the weapons on both sides of the ball are just too elite. On top of the head coaches that are leading these, the defense and the offense respectively, there's just too much talent on this team to really go against them winning this division. And, and I, I know, you know, it's going to be still a, a tough division to play in. Make no mistake, guys. My hate for the Patriots is very strong. But I recognize a Belichick, a Be oh, Belichick, Belichick uh, team when I see it. The New York Jets got Aaron Rodgers. And the Bills, I hate the Buffalo Bills. And I think they're going to regress. But Josh Allen has been um, our daddy for, like, the last, like, couple seasons for the most part. Okay, so... As, as as well as we've played against the Bills, Josh Allen has just been spectacular. I, I think the Dolphins are going to win this this division. I think it's going to be close for sure. It's definitely going to be heading into week 16, week 17. We're going to get some tough clashes, and we're going to get some really, really big games on Sunday night football or something. But I, I think the Dolphins, this is the year that they get over the hump, that they win the AFC East for the first time since 2008, I believe. I like the pick. Yeah, I like the pick. That's, uh, I mean, I kind of already gave away my pick. I won't talk too much about it but before I go to Jake. But yeah, I like the pick. I like the pick. It's not a, it's not, I don't think it's a biased pick on your perspective this year. I think they have a legitimate chance to win that division. So Jake, I'm going to go to you, my friend. Who do you got winning the AFC East? Well, I don't know about you, Matt, but I know the completely biased pick that Sammy just said. Um, I'm just messing with you, Sammy. All love and hate here. Um, I don't know what you're talking about. But I will say, I will say the Buffalo Bills. They didn't have to do much this offseason because they don't need to do much this offseason. So I'm gonna say they were, if they play on paper the same team, it's gonna be the same team that won the division last year. So that's where I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with the team that won the division last year is gonna win again this year. Maybe it'll be close to this time. Maybe they'll lose a little wild card round this time, but that's definitely most likely will not gonna happen. Um, but yeah, I'm going to disagree with you, Jake. I'm going to disagree with you, Jake. I got the Miami Dolphins winning this division this year. Like I said, I'm a Patriots fan, so it pains me to pick anyone but the Patriots in this division. I'm going with Miami. I mean, like we talked about earlier, it all depends on Tua's health for sure. But I like the people they brought in, whether it be Vic Fangio, whether whether it be Jalen Ramsey, whether it be Devon A. Chain at running back. Like they've got a lot of really, really talented players 
on this football team. They're going to have a better run game than they had last year. They're going to have a, I think they're going to be better defensively this year. And you know, they have that nuclear big play potential with Tyreek and Jalen Waddle. So this team feels like the best team in the division right now. And I could easily see this team being an AFC championship game this year. This is a team who I think can make a run. This is a really, really good football team this year. So I'm not blowing smoke up Sammy's ass. I really, really think Miami could be a, a, formid a formidable team uh, going forward this year. So that means we have to do a consensus that is all Sammy's picks, which sucks. Okay, so fourth <laughs> is the Patriots. Third is the Bills. Second is the Jets. And first is the Miami Dolphins. So that's how we see the AFC East playing out here on the house call. Sorry, guys. I was out. This is the law long. of the land, courtesy no, of Sammy. Let it be known that the Dolphins are winning this division and the Patriots absolutely suck. So should that oh, mean yeah. I should start rooting for New York now? Should My I goodness, start rooting don't, for please. Aaron Rodgers to do to Tagovailoa? If so, I'm being honest, out, he's probably going to do it one time. So it turns <laughs> out since I'm say, the mod of the yeah. It turns out since I'm the mod of the show, I get to change all the division uh, division winners around. So the Patriots are winning the division. The Jets are finishing last. The Dolphins uh, are finishing second. And the Bills. Rob, are strike that from the tape. Rob, strike it from the tape. The Patriots are winning the division. Don't, don't listen to it. these guys. And that's going to be it for the House Call podcast today. Thank you guys so much for watching the Gridiron segment here on the House Call. That's how we think the AFC East is going to play out. Again, shout out to all of our sponsors, all the ones that I mentioned. Thank you guys so much for sponsoring us. We appreciate you guys. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. We appreciate all the feedback. Give us your feedback in the comments. Tell us why Sammy's tripping on everything, even though he's probably Thank right you. on that Dolphins division prediction. And... Be sure to follow us on all of our social media platforms at The House Call Sports. We got Instagram. We got TikTok. We got YouTube, Spotify, Twitter. Make sure you get our merch and meet the crew. We got blogs up on our website. All of that is on our website. Our website is www.thehousecall.com. And that's going to be it for us. Peace.